0: This is a place, this is a place, this is a place, we want to talk about, this is a place. Welcome to uh This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate and with me is a guy who said the only prescription for a fever is mole cowbell. Brandon, I've I've got the fever. I got a fever, no, <laughs> <laughs> and the only prescription is more cowbell.
1: Injecting yourself with Lysol won't work, but cowbell always works.
0: Cowbell always works. But can you believe, speaking of that, that people are actually trying to cure the COVID by drinking <laughs> disinfectants? So, anywho, Brandon, how's how's life uh, in the quarantine going for you?
1: Well, in good news, some good news. Is that I pass my kidney stone. Wow.
0: Yeah. Did you make a little necklace out of it? or earring? No.
1: I have to take no. it to the urologist so he can analyze
0: it. To see if you have superpowers? That's why yeah. you have to have them analyze it, just in case? Maybe. Maybe.
1: <laughs> but I hope I don't ever have to deal with it again, because that was the worst pain of my life. That's what I I don't hear. think I... I don't think I talked about this on the last episode, but yeah, I had to go to the ER. So it happened on Easter. It just hit me out of nowhere. I probably was the worst patient they've ever had because I just (laughs) was screaming. I couldn't sit still in my bed. And I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know all this COVID stuff is more important, but like you guys need to fix me. Then they sent me home with tons of pain medicine. Now I, after about, I think two weeks. Or maybe a week and a half, I finally passed it.
0: So when you, before you went to the hospital or to the ER, did you have an idea what was going on? Or were you just kind of like, what's going on? I'm going to die.
1: So I know that it runs in my family because my dad experienced it a couple of years ago. So thinking about that and the pain that I've heard associated with it. Well,
0: I've never had a kidney stone, but I did have gallstones, my gallbladder. And uh, I hear that's the second worst thing you can have outside of the kidney stone for people who've had both. Yeah. I can kind of feel your pain, so to speak, but not to the scale that you felt it. Well, great. So outside of that, and then you obviously got a kind of a promotion at work.
1: Yeah. I'm at a different, different just different location, a little more favorable. So it actually worked out really well because it gave us the opportunity to go and, Take a little sneak peek at our the episode we're doing today. Um, you and I went and we actually met up with our our guest that we have today. Should we bring our guest in? We shall. Yes, this is he's a guest, but he's also our number one fan of the podcast, and it is none other than Matt. No hey, different.
2: how's it going?
1: Thanks for being on the show, Matt. He, I'm he was happy asking. To be here. He was asking a lot because you know he's all, he's been a loyal fan from the beginning. Really wanted to come on and be in, on the episode. And
0: is he the one that keeps writing to the show daily, asking to be on?
1: Yes, that's that's. Him. well, <laughs> totally he's still, he still one. But yes. Yeah. But we're happy to have him on either way. In all seriousness, we Matt and I go way back. Yeah, continue to find way back.
2: Yeah, we both went to Cottonwood High School. I was friends with a kid named Corey Morrill <laughs> uh, we were in guitar class together in the fall semester. And then in spring semester, you know, when you get to a new class and you just, you gravitate towards those people, you know, so I saw Corey Morrill. So I walked over to him in weight training. Um, and, and then our, our teacher was calling roll call and he would just call your last name. And when he said Morrill, Corey and Brandon, who I didn't know, both said here. And so then they f- saw, figured it out, and then Brandon came over and joined our group. And that's kind of where we met, was weight training. And then we just wow. became good friends through other classes throughout high school.
0: Yep. Is training, that why you guys Earl are T-son. so buff? Is because you both trained together in the yeah. gym?
1: The best part about our weight training class, though, was I was kind of on the football team, but it was never once acknowledged by the... The teacher, who was the football coach, until the last day of the class. The which last
2: meant, day.
1: Which meant I got out of the final. So everybody else had to demonstrate these workouts, and he just told me to just go work out as normal.
0: Like you were on the football team, but he didn't recognize you?
1: He didn't acknowledge me. He never acknowledged the fact that I was a part of the team until that moment. Huh.
0: Well, you might be surprised to know with me liking sports so much and playing a lot of sports, but I didn't take one gym class in high school.
1: How did you get away with that?
0: I tested out a gym and then just used my football as my PE credit. I thought I would be better off taking like college courses and stuff like that to get ahead and not doing gym classes. So, what
1: and do then I you want to see me
0: funnier about that? I never graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm Michael Scott. I didn't go to, didn't go to college. Lost all my money a, in a pyramid. You could have been a doctor. <laughs> I could have
1: been a doctor. Speaking of high school, the place we're talking about is formerly a high school. What we're talking about today is formerly known as the 49th Street Galleria or the Fun Dome.
0: The Fun Dome.
1: Now, Nate, when you went to the Fun Dome it was the 49th Street Galleria, right?
0: Yeah, growing up, it was the 49th Street Galleria, and it did take a while to adjust to calling it the Fun Dome. But nowadays, I think more people know it as the Fun Dome over the 49th Street Galleria. Would you guys agree with that statement? At least to me.
2: I never even, until I started researching and looking into this, I'd never heard of 49th Street
1: Galleria. I'd heard the Galleria before, but I'd never heard of the, the 49th Street, which... Makes sense because it's at 4900 South. But I don't think that's where the name came from, is it? Yes, because the, the 49th Street Galleria was the OG, uh, which we'll get into a little bit. But there's this one in Murray, Utah, and there was another one in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. But they still kept the same name, even though I don't think the one over there was on 49th Street.
0: Which is very interesting. Yeah, I didn't know until doing research that there was more than one
1: just as always we've got some reviews for this place it was a little tough to come up with some things what i was able to find though were reviews related to other businesses that have been in the place and how they relate to said fundo. so i'm gonna read those currently this place is still running is the k2 church they have a full performance art area that it took over what was the bowling alley in the fundome mark says is this performance art what happened to the bowling alley i thought i'd stop by the 49th street gallery for some miniature golf and cosmic bowling but instead i found myself in the middle of a k-pop version of Neil diamonds traveling salvation show i'll try again on friday night and see if the roller rink is back
2: sounds like somebody's trying to be cool like i remember the past
1: yeah who would do that? Why don't we look forward and what it is now, right? (laughs) Maybe I should leave this podcast now. Uh, This is a little uncomfortable. Well, I guess that's the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, welcome to this episode of the K2 Church. (laughs) Jesus
0: loves you and so do I.
1: I mean, we hope that someday something like this Fondome can come back, but... I don't think that'll be anytime soon.
0: No, I don't think it's ever going to be the Fundome again or anything like that. I would bet Dollar to Donuts that it ends up being some sort of development where they completely knock down the building. That'd be my guess.
2: Yeah, I agree. I the problem is, is Boondocks is the equivalent of the Fundome, Dome. And so if they took over Uh, which we might get into a little bit later, but it was a possibility. But if they took over, I don't think the land is big enough. Uh, Maybe it is. I guess it's kind of a big lot, but it does seem that even if Boondocks did try to take over, that place would be knocked down.
1: They would have to start over, right? Yeah. They've already changed the building so much, with the exception of the courtyard area. Right, yeah. All right. I've got a couple more reviews. This uh, These reviews are for the former American International School of Utah. I won't read this full review, but there's a part in it that I did like. The Raging River, who gave this review two stars, is talking about how it's basically a medi- mediocre school, nothing very special, except that they would take these What they called intensives. Uh, They were a two-week class of which you pick the subject and study that for two weeks. The subjects vary from standard school subjects to fun subjects, such as the art of manliness.
0: The art of manliness? Okay.
1: The art of manliness. And this was only two years ago. I am so
0: curious. So, Mike, did they have to watch... um, home improvement are you guys all <laughs> <necessary>? <laughs> uh?
1: like did, did tim
0: allen like lead the class
1: that's about Correct. as manly as you can get ho, 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 ho. i wonder what kind of things they did in this subject if it was shaving maybe some weight training this you know we we had a part of this at school matt but right well i don't it know
2: directions like you said even though this class was two years ago You make a good point. Weight training could be manliness, but also home improvement, like knowing tools and knowing a house, that could be manliness. What does that class even mean?
1: Maybe it's actually a deceiving name, and the art of manliness means uh, what they're trying to redefine what manliness is. Who knows? I got one more. So King Delio gave one star, and said they wrote the manual on how to turn one of the funnest places in Utah, 49th Street Galleria, into the most horrible excuse for a learning institution on the planet.
0: Wow. How long did the school last?
1: A couple years. Did it last a couple of years? This one did, yeah. It... Oh, wait.
2: You say this one. So was there another one then?
1: There definitely was. So... The original owner of, we'll say the Fundome, because he came in from the research I found. His name was Larry. He turned the Fundome, decided that was not what he wanted to do anymore. He turned it into the Salt Lake Valley salt College. Salt
2: Lake Valley or, College. or salt, He tried to do Salt Lake Valley University, uh, but for legal reasons had to call it Salt Lake Valley College.
1: The college never even opened up. Because after doing all this work, even making his own desks for the school, he changed his mind and then shut it down. From there, he had the decision to do like a central restaurant type thing with a bunch of different restaurants in it, which didn't go very far. But then it turned into the Grand Buffet Restaurant. And I actually remember seeing commercials for this. Yeah. But that didn't I, last long either.
0: I went there once you or did? twice. Yeah. Well, yeah, what was it like? You know what? From what I remember, number one, it was huge for like a buffet, obviously. It was like they used like the whole um, first floor or at least the south side of it. So it was pretty big for a buffet. But I remember the food being actually pretty good. But Mm. I just don't see how without having the publicity or getting people in the seats, you can
1: stay open when you have that much. Real estate (laughs) yeah, seems like a waste of space because it's huge. It's like 150,000 plus square feet. And just for that, the buffet portion, I just don't think that's, it's not justified. So it didn't last very long. No, it did not.
0: But I remember too, if I remember correctly, like just like the food choices too, they just had so much food. Um, And I'm sure that was just a money pit because you can only keep stuff heated so long, right. Before it goes bad so Mm -hmm.
1: it was but it was good well I didn't know you'd been there that's awesome I remember the commercials from a young age and seeing those I even being young I knew that it was just such a, a waste such a sad sad thing that it closed and that it was replaced by this from there from the buffet it was then turned into for a time a a pet hospital of some sort yeah and that didn't and that last long. That was on
0: the that was on like the
1: north side of the building, right, where, these, where the miniature golf. Yeah, where the miniature golf was exactly. That was the Utah Pet Center, is what it was called. But it it didn't last long either. And then someone else came in and bought it, and then turned it into the American International College of Utah, or whatever it's called.
2: Something that I learned from researching this. Um... Before I researched this, if anybody asked me why did the Fundome close, I would say it was because there was a gang-related shooting there. Which, after researching, is not the case. It stayed open as the Fundome even after that. Um, But from what I found, and the same thing that you guys found, is the guy that owned it just kind of got, in a way, got bored with the idea of having the Fundome and just wanted to change it to something else.
1: Yeah, that's what I found out as well which I'm sure that the shooting cut into attendance. Maybe that's part of why he got bored of it. But it seems like it was mostly his plan from the beginning to change it into something else. So the gang shooting probably just accelerated it a little bit. Right. I don't know how much longer it lasted after that.
0: But I remember in the
1: later years of the Fun
0: Dome being open, it never seemed to have the crowds it did back in the day. So it could have been the factor that got him to change his mind to try something else.
1: Yeah, good point. Either way, it's gone now. Um, we did get the chance to go, and we tried to go into the building. There, we could see people inside, which w- was kind of weird with all this COVID stuff going on. The school's closed. It's been closed for over a year, but they still have everything set up inside for the school. We were able to peek in the windows. But the best part about it is it still looks almost exactly the same from back in the day in that main section with the street lights, the fire hydrants, the clock tower, all of it's, it's still the same.
2: The same brick, the same brick on the floor that I noticed and the same facade uh, that, the, that it gives the feeling that you're in, like there's a bunch of buildings inside of it. Which I was way excited to see that. I, I assumed that would have been gone. Um, oh, yeah. But I love me a good fake wall there. And it, it's great. So I was happy to see that.
0: Yeah, my, it just looked my, like somebody removed all the Fun Dome stuff, right? And then they just tried to make it a college. It's not like they really did a lot of work to make it into a school. Except for the exterior.
1: My absolute favorite part of the Fun Dome of all of it, was that you first go in and you go over to the left side, you have that walkway towards the bowling alley and you have the fake windows and doors and I always just wanted to know what was on the other side of that. It it was just my favorite part of the whole thing. As fun as everything else was, I loved walking past that.
2: Yeah, it seemed like you were in like a a city alleyway at nights. It was mm-hmm. dark in there, but the lights were coming from the fake windows uh, and doors. And I loved that as well.
1: Do um, you guys have some memories that spe- especially stick out about the Fun Dome or Galleria?
2: I have a few if I can share them. Yeah. Um. All right. So when I started thinking about the Fun Dome, I thought of the arcade. And at the top of the stairs... There was the game, and I, I'm i not sure if I know how to explain it. It's a wheel. And if I remember correctly, it was a sword that would spin around, and you would hit the giant round button, throw the sword down, and then it would stop, and you'd get that many tickets or whatever. And my it wasn't me. I, I have an older brother and older sister. We were together. It wasn't me. I think it was my sister actually hit the jackpot wow. on that game. And... Uh, So, the tickets started coming out, and and in fact, all of them came out, and they had to come reload the tickets, and so we kept getting more and more and more, and with all those tickets, I got the coolest thing, which was one of those uh, plastic samurai swords, if you remember those.
1: Nice. Uh,
2: Yeah, so I was way excited about that, and I think, uh, do you guys remember they had, uh, as a a lot of arcade places used to have, at least in my memory, and I don't know why, but they had goldfish. That was like a yes. prize you could get, and there was always dead goldfish at the top. Really?
1: Uh, no question why that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> so
2: I I think my sister got a goldfish, and maybe not. Maybe I want that to be the memory, uh, but I definitely remember the goldfish as being one of the prizes you could get. The next one's embarrassing for me, but I'll go ahead and say it. I've moved yes. on in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so like I mentioned, I had an older brother and an older sister. And they picked on me a lot. Uh, and so my nickname was Poopy. Um, <laughs> and so we were going to do their laser tag. And when you would do the laser tag, you'd write down your name. And then you'd write down a, a nickname, like a username. Although I don't know if that's what they called it. But like a nickname. Um, And I was, like, in first or second grade, so I didn't write down my name. I wrote Poopy for my name, and so then they would get the cards, and they'd call your name for you to come get your gun and stuff. And so they were, like, Poopy, and everybody just looked around, and I was so embarrassed and walked down and got my (laughs) laser tag gear. So that was a good memory. Um, You had that
1: nickname before? The laser tag, or that's how your nickname evolved. Oh was? no,
2: I had that before. Yeah, I had that from like when I was seven. Uh, you don't have um, to. You don't
1: have to tell us why you got that nickname. We can make our own <laughs> assessment.
2: Yeah, <just> whatever. <laughs> whatever you think might have happened. All
0: right. Well, I thought you were going a different direction. That you're going to say you pooped your pants while playing laser tag, and so, oh no. no, that one's nope. not. As, yeah.
2: No, that's. It wasn't that good. But anyway, uh, another story about their mini golf. And I love their mini golf course. The, the indoor
1: one. is the best. The pirate yeah.
0: one? The pirate. Yeah.
2: So, again, I was with my brother and sister. And we were messing around. And uh, growing up, uh, me and my brother, I grew up in a hockey family where we, we all played hockey. And we loved the movie Happy Gilmore. And so, we were doing like the... It's called the Happy Gilmore, uh, where you run up and you like you get a running start when you're teeing off. And so right. my brother did that, and I thought that was funny, and so I did it. Um, if you remember the mini golf course, it was really dark, and they had these lights that stood up like a foot. Um, so I did a Happy Gilmore, and I shattered one of the lights. And so we, we hurried and ran
1: off to the next hole. <laughs> um, I remember seeing that i didn't know that was you that broke the light yep they never fixed it i never
0: fixed it that's why they went under because they couldn't afford it
1: it was all about the light it was (laughs) the light that broke it it probably was
2: (laughs) i don't regret it though it was funny my last memory um and when i think of the fun dome i think of this the most uh i was well, first of all, we went a ton as kids because my mom worked at an elementary school, and they would get free uh, like certificates to hand out to the students. I and so those. she would, yeah, she would get a ton of these. And so we actually never really ever paid to go to the fun dome; we'd always go for free. And so during October, they would have these haunted houses. And I called my mom, and to this day, she swears those were the greatest haunted houses ever. They were the coolest. <laughs> Uh, but I, I was seven. I was too scared to go, and so our friend that worked at the district, she would go with us. And I learned how to read in the at the fundo where you like first enter. I would go and sit there and read her my little books to learn how to read while my family would do the haunted houses. So wow. when I think of fundo, I think of learning to read there, and uh, yeah.
1: So it was a K through twelve school long before. The investor can, yeah. Matt might have turned it into a school now, without knowing it. Yeah, wow.
2: I really influenced that place. Not only did I shut it down from breaking the the light bulb, the light bulb, but uh, you inspired then I the it into school. school.
1: <laughs> I ascertained that you were the inspiration for that. The guy heard you learn in your book, and he said, "You know what? This is frivolous. People come in here playing games. That's not what's important. It's the youth." and learning
2: i would like to take this moment and apologize to the community and the thousands of listeners that i (laughs) i take full responsibility for the fund on closing
1: all right well thanks for coming on matt we're going to ask you to leave Leave. now (laughs) please do not ever listen again that's
2: it those are my memories
1: well Nate, what part did you play in the fun dome's demise?
0: Uh <laughs> I don't. Well, as you know from earlier podcasts, I did grow up at basically Classic Skating. That was Ooh. my fun center. <laughs> and the fun dome or Galleria was in a way kind of a small rival, but not really. Um I know kids would come over from the the workers of the roller rink there would come to Classic to spy on us sometimes, but um I do believe like classic skating had a speed skating team and I believe they did for a while too. So I think that's probably where most of the rivalry came from. But um my earliest memory of the galleria was I think sixth grade that when you're doing like um where they try to make science out of amusement park type stuff, you know, the hands on learning stuff. So we went to the galleria and we did the Gavatron, is that what it's called? Yes, it is. So learned about physics there. So I remember that. And I remember they were playing, um, right, said, Fred, I'm too sexy as we're spinning around. (laughs) So, um, so that's probably my earliest memory of going to the Galleria. Um, and then when it turned in, I believe it was the fun dome by the time they built the bungee tower. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I was probably a junior or senior in high school and we went with some friends and did the, the bungee jump, uh, that was a lot of fun. I remember they they would make you hook up the the bungee to your to your waist, um, but if you wanted to go head first, you'd have to like wrap the the, the little pad around your your legs. So then you, anyways, so you could go over head first. So that's what most of
1: us did. And then that's I really believe- cool that you got a chance to do the bungee. Yeah, I re- I remember. I don't feel like it lasted that long. But I definitely remember the commercials for that. I don't remember a lot of other commercials for the fundom itself, except to talk about the bungee jump.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I wonder, I don't remember what the cost was, but I'm wondering if that had something to do with it, if people just didn't want to fork over the money to, to jump once off of the tower. Um, but it was, it's fun to say that I've at least done a miniature version of bungee jumping. Um, and I would do it again. If I ever had the opportunity to do a bungee jump again, it was a lot of fun for me. Um, and then another memory I know or can remember, uh, was going to the fun dome when I first started dating my wife. Um, we went and did the pirate, uh, miniature golf. And then I remember another time we went and met her friends over at the fun dome to go bowling. So, um, so those are basically the memories I have. The funny thing is, is working at classic skating and being really into roller skating and rollerblading. I've never, I never rollerbladed or roller skated over at the Fun Dome or Galleria.
1: Neither
0: did I, I. I think maybe once or twice I poked my head in there to look in there, but I, I couldn't recall. I don't remember what it looked like or anything like that. So,
1: well, I'll have to ask you this in in your memory. If I say. The Galleria Dandy. Does that ring any bells for you? The
0: Galleria Dandy? Yes. Like a song?
1: No. So from what I understand, the Fundome had some sort of a mascot who was the Galleria Dandy. He was played by a local guy. His name is Paul Brewer. I tried to see if I could find a picture of him as such, but to no avail. If you look on... If you're going through like old pictures, and we'll probably post this on the um, the pages for the episode, but the tokens for the 49th Street Gallery, as well as um, other places throughout the building, it would say 49th Street Galleria, and then it would have like a like a bowler hat type looking thing, and that was like the sign of this uh, 49th Street Galleria dandy.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm sure if I saw it, I might, it might bring up a memory. Or I might recall it, but I don't, off the top of my head, remember
1: the mascot. Well, as as our podcast grows, and when we eventually revisit this, maybe Mister Paul Brewer will come on and tell us about his time as the Dandy.
0: As the Dandy. Um, but speaking of the tokens, I did have a friend who worked at a pizza place. Um, and the tokens were the same size, so he had access to a large amount of tokens from his location and was using him at the Galleria and got into a lot of trouble uh, with the Galleria. So,
2: how did um, they catch him?
0: That's a good question. I've I've thought about before the podcast calling him and getting the background on it, and then, um, I did not call him. But, yeah, I think it was even, like, a legal... Turned into, like, a legal thing as well. So, um, so yeah, he got into a lot of trouble doing that. Wow. So, but yeah. And I think you probably saw in the research that I did, too, that uh, another pizza place, they would get their tokens mixed up with the Galleria's all the time. Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese. So...
1: Well, cool. Um, I'll share what I remember. So my earliest memory was it was halloween or around halloween but my dad's friend was the security guard there so we got some extra perks we we went in and met him and he gave us like a bunch of free tokens like probably some wristbands so we could do a bunch of different things without having to pay well well we had a really fun time i was just terrified the whole time i you guys will learn this about me but i just don't do well with super scary stuff. And I don't know if it's from this experience or from previous experiences, but there was, like, scary things walking around the whole Fun Dome. I remember a a guy was... He was, like, in a cage being held by a Frankenstein monster type thing. The only real memory I have of that night was how scared I was. And I was pretty little at this time, but... Going back to what you said, Matt, about the... Like, the scary stuff that they would do. It seemed like they had it pretty decked out. They kind of went all out for Halloween.
2: That's what I remember. This could be totally wrong. um, But I have a strong memory of, like, there were these guys on stilts. They weren't very tall because it was indoors. So you can be on, like, huge stilts indoors. But there were guys on stilts running around from the haunted house.
0: The thing is, I don't even remember... (laughs) <laughs> the Fundomer Galleria having anything to do with a uh, haunted house. So um, that's interesting. Just uh, the little bit of research I did, I was like, Oh, they had a haunted house and they did it in the skating rink. Right. From what I, mm-hmm. so yeah, I love haunted houses. Yeah. Like Brandon.
1: I love, unfortunately them. I think we're going to have to go to some haunted houses for the sake of the podcast, which I'm not looking forward to.
0: Which shouldn't be, it won't be as scary though, Brandon, moving forward because of the social distancing stuff. They can't touch you anymore. Oh, yes. So you are Thank safe. You.
1: <laughs> They're going to have to scare you from six feet away. It won't be as bad.
0: Yeah, it's going to have to be like the the amusement parks, haunted houses, right? Like the lagoon.
1: Well, a lot of my other memories are pretty vague. Um, I There was a time went with my dad, my mom was working at the time, kind of late, and so... We decided to spend the whole day there. Um, not related to the fun dome, but I remember going to visit my mom. Like after all of it, and she worked at the Mervins that was at the Valley Fair Mall, and we Mervins. were just we're driving her. Yeah, Mervins. <laughs> wow. Talk about. Call it.
0: me and in for that episode. I'll,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll do the Mervins episode with you guys. I went there with my mom all the time.
1: I we'll do we'll man. do a whole old school Valley Fair episode. How about that? Oh my goodness. I don't think I've heard
0: that store name for, I don't know how long I even forgot about that. So
1: yeah. Anyways, well, sorry. Anyways, he worked there um, pretty close to, I think the end of Mervin's, but we were driving around in the parking lot, looking for my mom's car. It, actually, I think my dad was trying to get into the car because she left her light on and he was concerned that it was going to kill her car and he'd have to give her a jump start. So he's trying to get into it. And then the mall security guard came over and, was giving my dad a tough time. And I do remember that was related to us going to the fun dome and having a good time there. Uh, I think a lot of our time was spent up in the arcade area when it was upstairs. Um, But I remember much else about that night, everything from everything I remember, my fondest memory is thinking about the miniature golf, because that was the best part, the best theming of the whole fun dome I tried so hard to find pictures or videos of it because all my memories are kind of foggy. But I remember the smell. I remember the blackbeard theming of it.
2: The, the mini golf course was like the coolest part that I remember as well. And I cannot find like anything on it, any pictures or anything. Uh, there's like you see it for a second in a video that you can find on YouTube. But yeah, yeah I, I remember it as well, but I wish I could see it. Uh, it probably correct some of my memories, but it's hard to find anything on that mini golf course. You probably couldn't take pictures back there because it was so dark. Yeah. In my memory, it was dark. It was mostly lit up by, like I said, lights that were like a foot or two off the ground.
1: Um, I remember, too, that there was lights coming out of the water, like subtle lights. I remember part of the course, there was some those balls that they would put on prisoners to keep them from running away like the ball and chain i remember seeing those in one of the courses was like an obstacle but apart from that i don't remember a whole lot except the way i felt and just the smell the the smell always stays with you
0: yeah but i would submit that it's still probably the coolest miniature golf course ever
1: i don't 100% at least that we know of
0: yeah I mean I've miniature golf it's usually fun for about 4 or 5 holes anywhere else but that one was fun to play the whole 18 holes. This is one. a
1: future future episode. We'll talk about Hollywood connection at some point too. That had a pretty good I I really enjoyed the mini golf there as well. But it was good but it
0: wasn't as wasn't good. the same. No. No, and I think what you were saying earlier about it being kind of dark I think kind of Set the mood, yeah. If you will. It just—it was sure. just fun, like you said. It kind of reminded me of the same thing of like going to Disneyland and going to like Pirates of the Caribbean and to kind of have that
1: feel. We—I I love mini golf because I'm not a big golf fan, but mini golf, like at Boondocks or Mulligans, I still always enjoy to to participate because Brendan, of the theme.
2: I don't know if you remember, but I've been golfing with you, and I can. Uh, I fully agree that you are not a golf person.
1: (laughs) When did we go (laughs) golfing? In high school, I think. Oh, we went and actually played real golf, right?
2: At at a real golf course, yeah. Riley's.
1: That's not real golf.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Rileys par three. I think we paid $5 for it.
1: Oh, man. I'm not remembering this very well. Maybe it was so traumatic of how bad I was that I've completely blocked it out. But get me on a mini, get me on a mini golf course, and we'll have a different story. You're going down.
0: I'll take that challenge. Me too. Add me to that one.
1: All right. For the Mulligans episode, we're gonna go, and we're gonna golf together, and you're all gonna lose when it opens. When it opens, golf courses are still open right now.
0: Golf courses, yeah, they reopened a couple weeks ago. Um, But didn't the Fun Dome they built? An outdoor miniature golf?
1: I never had the opportunity to golf on it, but they definitely had a what they called garden golf outside.
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever tried that one. I just remember seeing it um, when you drive by.
2: My memory, and I think this is wrong, uh, but what I remember is they just finished it um, and we had not gone to it yet. And then that's when the Fun Dome closed. Uh, the reason I don't think that is right. Um, if you've ever heard of the Wayback Machine on the Mm -hmm. internet, it's a way to look at old websites. And so using that, I looked at Fundome's websites, and in the early 2000s, like 2003, maybe 2002, around that time, um, they had advertisements for their new outdoor golf course that was open. So it, I don't know how long it was open.
1: Yeah, I never had the chance to do it either. Speaking of which, you, you bring up this Wayback thing. This was a cool thing that you had just taught me about, and I utilized it. For any listeners, be careful if you're using this because you can find some scary stuff. It was really cool to go back and see all the different website layouts they had. The coolest one was from, like you said, 2003 or whatever. It was really an interactive-looking website for its time, and you could go in and look at the different activities they had. They have a picture of the... The bungee jumping, they even give like prices. But looking at the pictures helped me remember a lot of of things that I forgot about. Some of the rides they had. I think it was a drag and roll coaster, similar to what they had at Hollywood Connection. They had a train Mm -hmm. that I have vague memories of as well. That kind of went around the whole upstairs portion of the, the Fun Dome they had some kind of thrill rides as well so a lot of things that i completely forgot about but utilizing this way back machine we were able to see some of the old stuff they had which was pretty cool
2: and i do not remember an indoor roller coaster at all i have no memory of that but when i went back to the first website i can find was from 1998 uh oh. and it is it is awesome it is such a cool it's I don't know how to explain it, but uh, it's so great, and uh, it it says that they have thrill rides, including an indoor roller coaster, and I do not remember the indoor roller coaster at all.
1: I don't know if I ever wrote it, but I remember that it was there, and I don't think it was very thrilling.
0: (laughs) Was it upstairs?
1: Yeah. Do you remember it?
0: I, I did not until like two seconds ago. (laughs) <laughs> now I'm starting to have a little bit of a flashback remembering it being upstairs
2: when I called my mom uh, to ask her what she remembered about the fun dome and I was asking her about the arcade uh, the location of it um, and and I mentioned upstairs and she said oh yeah and they had all those rides upstairs uh, and then yeah those memories like flooded back I'm pretty sure they had like the it's called the twister yeah we twist it like it had the arms, so the body would be twisting, and the arms where you'd sit on would be twisting as well. So oh, I, all those memories came back, and, and then you start thinking, like, geez, how big was it inside? Like, how did they fit this? Because when you drive by, it's not huge. So you think, like, I don't – and, yeah, so remembering all that stuff was there. I completely forgot.
1: I mean, thinking about they had all those rides, and near its end, also the arcade which was like on the completely opposite side of the rides how did they fit all that it's it was so big that we don't get don't even realize it they had you mentioned the twister one they also have similar to the scrambler at lagoon just kind of spins around um all over the place and then one that's like music express is that ring a bell
2: oh right yeah yeah they had one of those in there yeah they did I do not remember that at all.
1: I found those pictures pictures of it on the website, so it's crazy they were able to fit all of this, as well as a train that went around the whole upstairs. Inconsistency, they had always the mini-golf. They had the bowling alley, which I always remembered to be really great. They had the skating rink, arcade games throughout, uh, sometimes downstairs, sometimes upstairs. They had, do you guys remember the 3D... 4d movies that they had at all the the chairs
2: moved right is that mm-hmm. correct they, they were like simulated
1: i think I th- doesn't I think blue dogs do have remember.
0: one like that now
1: they do what the website said as well was there was even like if there's seeing pine trees you're gonna smell pine trees if there's wind you're gonna feel the wind so i don't even know how big 4d stuff was at this time but they might have been a, kind of ahead of the game in that. I I don't recall the smells or the that level of detail.
2: And I don't where where was that? I don't even I remember doing it once. I read that that was there and I remembered it, but uh, I don't even recall where that was located.
1: I couldn't even tell you. I, I couldn't find out where it was actually at. I didn't even remember where the mini golf was until I did for the research that it was there in like the back corner.
2: Yeah, I remembered it was on the north side, but I didn't remember it was the corner. I I couldn't remember that. I just knew it was the
0: opposite of the bowling alley. And I also feel at one point they had batting
1: cages. Yes, no, you're right about that. I, I never had the chance to do it, but they definitely had a, a batting cage. I
2: had they had...
1: A screenshot of so this. So
2: the, the stage that they had, I, I have memories of going to see the magician. I was sitting on the front row once, and he was doing the linking rings where they link together and he was shaking them to prove the point that they're linked together and he came up to me and told me to grab on and I grabbed on and he like shook me shook me like a dog (laughs) (laughs) but uh, he shook me and then he gave me tokens for shaking me that was like me volunteering because volunteers got like a little baggie of tokens like 10 tokens and so he gave me a baggie of tokens for that but I remember the magician
1: That's where you got your love of card card tricks and such.
2: Probably, maybe, yeah, because I always loved magic.
1: Well, let me read you guys one of the things I found from the earlier website versions. I'll cut this out if it's too long, but it gives you advice on your first trip to the Fun Dome. So it says, Excitement builds as you pull into the parking lot. Someone jumps from an eight-story tower and falls towards the ground. Just before impact, a bungee cord reverses the fall Near the tower, you notice four of the world's most exhilarating extreme rides. You park and enter through the glass doors. Wow, what do you see? The first thing you notice is a double-decker Italian carousel. You see air hockey games, water fountains, and a motion simulator. There's a crowd of people watching a magic show. Matt. Others are singing on the karaoke stage. It's time to have fun. Enjoy miniature golf and our very own garden golf featuring beautiful landscaping, lakes, and holes up to 90 feet long. Hold on to your seat as you travel through a fantasy world in the 3D theater. Battle it out in our futuristic laser tag arena. Break the speed limit on the go-kart track. I don't even remember go-kart track track at all. Me either. Um, And then smash it up in the bumper cars. Don't remember that either. Experience one of the most state-of-the-art video arcades of all time. Win tickets and redeem them for prizes at the Redemption Center. Spin, turn, flip, and frenzy your way through the land of exhilaration at the Thrill Ride area. Visit the bowling alley, then take a walk through the ultimate funhouse. Be careful, some never reach the exit. Ooh. Finally, replenish your energy at one of the fine restaurants located throughout the facility offering everything from pizza and hot dogs to ice cream and candy. The Utah Fun Dome, a great time awaits you at Utah's premier entertainment center. that was
2: great I'm so interested the beginning it talks about the bungee jump and then it says four of the what was that can you read that part again
1: four of the world's most exhilarating extreme rides okay what were those yeah
2: I have no idea what that is talking about
1: I can't find anything about them
2: I guess you'll show up and be like uh, somebody will be sitting there and be like got him (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: because I I don't remember those.
1: I'm um, gonna have to. Hopefully, some listener can chime in and tell us more about it.
2: I'm sure if there are older listeners, they're gonna be like yelling at us, like these idiots don't know anything. How could you not remember I, Vertigo? I remembered this, and um there is one thing that we haven't mentioned yet that I have memories of. uh It was the it was called like Tanks. And you were in these little carts that you would drive and you would shoot little uh, balls out of. And I remember it because they wore hockey helmets and I wasn't tall enough to ride, but the requirement is you had to wear a hockey helmet. And so that was confusing to me because like I said earlier, I played hockey. And so I thought I can wear a hockey helmet. I have my own. If that's the requirement, why can't I ride? Um, And so I remember, always I was excited that I'd be tall enough one day to ride it or to to drive the tank and shoot the little uh, foam balls
1: out of it. Uh, And that day never happened. Did you guys have a chance to read that that blog post from the former employee?
2: Yes, he mentioned takes in there.
1: Nate, did you get a chance to read it?
0: The one, yeah, the one I sent you. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was super long, but it was very... He went into depth about everything, right? Well, yeah, and it's kind of cool. Like, I think I was telling you, having, like, an inside perspective, like a spy (laughs) type person, uh, tell you the truth.
1: I think he touched on what you're talking about, Matt. He said there was some kind of a tank thing, and it sounds like it was in the roller skating section. And I don't know if it was this or if it was something else, but whatever it was was closed down pretty fast because they were having like people get injured, so they had to put the gaboshes on it because it was too dangerous. Well, yeah, I have was, an hockey helmet,
0: an extra one Brandon can use, so if you want to get some foam guns, we can <laughs> put on our hockey helmets. and
2: Relive the dream? That and, never happened?
0: Yeah, we can fulfill your dream. Not relive it, fulfill your dream of getting shot in the head while wearing a hockey helmet.
1: <laughs> well when we went and visited well, the location we talked about how we're gonna eventually do like a pop-up fun dome over there right in the parking lot because we can't get inside but we'll have all our listeners show up and we can recreate that we can do roller skating we can set up our own mini well, golf
0: brandon we could buy the place and put a waterfall <gasps> in the skating rink instant money
1: (laughs) oh my gosh that was like printing our own money right there i couldn't find anything about a waterfall that that's that's why it went under
0: that's could have been besides matt breaking the light and
1: i they might have had a water oh you know what i bet they did they might yeah they had to
0: they had some sort of water i know they had water in there either like a little creek or pond or something didn't they
1: oh yeah there was tons of water features waterfall i don't know but
0: but I don't. Well, I didn't go to the skating rink that, um, or to go skating there, so I don't know if they had a waterfall in the skating rink. But if we put one in oh, there, yeah. guaranteed success, right? One hundred percent. Matt, Matt, you with us?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna pass on this investment opportunity, but thanks.
0: Well, if you sign up and two of your friends sign up, then they sign up too, and we're gonna be golden.
2: Well, when you put it that way. I guess we all make more money, so that sounds like a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got a triangle formula. A triangle. It's not, it's not a pyramid. <laughs> it's a triangle. I
2: watched that episode last night.
1: I found the only piece when I was researching trying to find the golf course, some videos or pictures. I found a great YouTube video that... Um, Everyone remembers Alexander and Andrea, right? Who? Alexander and Andrea. All right. So this video is about our favorite bunny creatures, Alex and Andrea. I'm kidding. I have no idea who these these characters are. But apparently it was a big enough deal for them to have a whole event at the 49th Street Galleria with these characters, and they were two walk-around bunnies. In the video, it just shows them going on the carousel. They're up on the stage. And for a brief, brief moment, you get a little piece of them doing the mini golf.
2: And in that video, it's kind of bright in there, right? So you can see.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. At least there's some sort of documentation of what it was like. But it's a pretty interesting clip if you guys go and check it out. It's super cheesy, but you can see... Footage of the Fun Dome, or what was then the, the Galleria, right? Another really interesting video, it's it's like an urban exploring video, but this lady got the opportunity to go through and tour it. Did either of you sit through all five parts of...
2: I did, yes. I, I was happy to discover it. Um, I had high hopes. When she walked into the building, it was almost like you could smell it that oh,
0: yeah. that memory
2: comes back she is probably not a listener so i will say it, the video i was very disappointed because she focused on things that did not matter at all she would walk through i mean th- there was a lot of good stuff but for 5 10 minute videos so i think it's 50 minutes long to watch all of them and she'll be like oh here's the bowling alley and uh oh here's the kitchen oh, here's the menu for the kitchen. And and she would focus on the menu or like looking at a closet that had nothing in it. So that was uh, a a little disappointing. But it was cool how she showed – earlier we were talking about how it feels like you're walking through a a nighttime alley Mm -hmm. with those doors. And they actually open one of the doors and it's to nothing. But then there was a real door that went to offices and all of the that whole area was offices, which was kind of cool to see that behind the scenes. And one of the offices had a dome the one of the domes was part of the office. So that was really cool. But yeah, it was and one the of them thing. had all
1: the all the plans, too, which I was like hoping she was going to open the plans up and look through them.
2: And honestly, it brought back uh, like as soon as I saw when she walked in that front door, like immediately I remember, oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Because uh, we have like that image in our head, but that's not until I saw it. And then I remembered, oh, I forgot. I because honestly, I forgot about the facade of like you're inside and there's a bunch of buildings or a building, Um, but it looks like there are houses there or I don't know what you would call them.
1: I one of the, so the the videos I watched through all of them, I kind of skipped through some parts, but. The best stuff came from the comments. A lot of people debating like, oh, no, the arcade was actually downstairs, not upstairs, and going back and forth on that. She had a kind of a creepy guy commenting on a lot named Hello Hello Kitty Lover Man. It was (laughs) kind of weird reading through his comments on each video. But that's where I found out about this Paul Brewer fella. So pretty cool we were still able to see those videos anyway. Nate, do you remember them having concerts there?
0: Yeah, so when you're like first, well, I didn't go to any concerts, but I know they used to have live music every once in a while. When you first walk in the doors so and go straight shot, the kind of little straight, had a little, straight, <laughs> had they a little had that stage, stage. Yeah, and I think the last time I was there, um, like I mentioned, when I went with my wife, they turned it into like a karaoke type thing. So because I remember trying to get my wife to. Well, my girlfriend at the time to get up there and sing karaoke, but she wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I so I I have a website I like to check a lot when I'm going to concerts, so I know have an idea of what songs are going to be played beforehand. And it's called Setlist.fm, I think, and they actually have listed some concerts from back in the Fun Dome. So they had Blind Melon who played there yeah. April fourth, nineteen ninety two. LL Cool J. Love Line Melon. And then the other one is, um, it's called Book of Love. They played there in May of 91 and April of 89. I don't know who they are, but they must have been a metal band. Book of they Love.
0: play Happy Day, <laughs> Melt My Heart, Still Angry. You know, all the classics.
1: But you know which, con- there, there was a really notable concert there that they completely skipped over. Do you know what that was? <laughs> Backstreet Boys? No. I'll play a little bit of the song of the person who had a concert there. Me hear me hear me I can change Either of you know what that is?
2: I have no idea what that is.
1: That is Tiffany. Tiffany? Yeah.
0: Oh, you said it too quick. Yes.
1: <laughs> Tiffany, I think we're alone now. I can't definitively say she had an official concert there, but did you know the video, the music video for the song "I Think We're Alone Now," had parts filmed in the Fun Dome? No way. Yeah. Say what? Crazy, right? So you can see early on in the video, the first scene of it is showing the Ogden Mall. So all of it was filmed in Utah, but some specific parts were actually within the Fun Dome. And I took some screenshots that I'll send to you guys. But it shows her kind of up on the deck, up above where the stage was, kind of. And there's tons and tons of people there cheering for her. If you look in the background, it's near the end of the video. You can see the staircase. So that was a interesting find that we didn't know about. Yeah. What's the
2: name of the song?
1: I think we're alone now by Tiffany. That was like her mega hit.
0: Um, my older sister was a huge fan of Tiffany. I remember as a kid. I want to say she was in concert once, and she wanted to go. So who knows?
1: Could at have been the a concert.
0: Of- at the could have been the video. Who would have been at the go? Gall- no, well, by the time my sister was a fan, I think "We're Alone Now" was already kind of popular so wikipedia which it has to be 100 true right if it's on wikipedia um but looking at i think we're alone now where they filmed the video uh-huh. it mentions fashion place mall crossroads right. mall 49th street galleria if you are correct ogden city mall
1: and that's and, it and the airport and the airport there's, why there's are you a... the
0: airport Mine <laughs>
1: somewhere no i'm filming a music video See, there's a scene of her going on around like the, the baggage claim. Yeah, crazy that she filmed that whole thing in Utah. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, if, if I get anything out of this episode, it's that's going to be it right there. So. <laughs> Other thing that that guy mentioned was, and I didn't realize, I saw a picture on the internet that there was buses for the Fun Dome that he wanted oh, to go yeah. pick people up. Um, and he also mentioned, and I never noticed him before but he said that there was um like storage containers in the parking lot mm-hmm. and after um we left from peeking in the windows i drove i was just curious the parking lot's huge it goes all the way around i mean i could never imagine the parking lot being at full capacity but there was two storage containers over in the middle of the parking lot that were open so i thought that was interesting i wanted those were the storage units he was referring to
1: oh yeah but, Maybe there's still some pieces of the the fundum within there.
0: No, they were they were open, like they're. Oh, like empty. I didn't go inside. I'm sure people have done stuff in there, and I don't want to get something worse than the COVID.
1: So <laughs> I did not. Big parking lot. The crazy thing is, we still could have, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, we they had a counterpart in Philadelphia, which lasted all the way until March of 2014, or. Yeah, sometime in 2014. So that ended up being remodeled. It was like within or on the side of a mall. Still a place we could have gone up until just a few years ago.
2: If we wanted to get shot.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yes.
2: That's part of why it closed, which I thought was funny. Gang Activity closed it in Philadelphia. And to my memory, even though it's not right, and I know that now, but to my memory, that's what closed the Fun Dome here.
1: Yeah, I, we didn't even talk about the shooting, which isn't the thing we want to necessarily touch on. But I found the name of the the driver of the car. She was the only one that was of age so they could release her name. And her name was Bigsa <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm sure you said that uh, correctly. Both the Fun Dome and the 49th Street Galleria ended up Failing or going away in some way because of legal issues. The original owners of 49th Street, there's a whole thing about a lawsuit you can read. Well, that makes two
0: of our episodes of places that we enjoyed that went down due to legal issues. Yeah. Yeah, Not because of...
1: Not shootings. uh,
0: Not shootings or not because of popularity, we're guessing.
1: I definitely would still go back to the Fun Dome today.
0: Well, one thing I found interesting in our comments today about the fun dome or the Galleria is that neither one of you said that you went there because you were trying to chase girls. Whereas classic skating, Brandon, that's the main reason you went. So good point. You went to the fun dome to have fun, but it didn't. Oh, wait. And one thing we did not mention so far is the high school overnighters. So didn't you guys both mention that you, to me off podcast, <laughs> that you attended your all-nighter
1: yes. High school all-nighter there? Ours, no. no it ours was, was at our at high school. Funder. It wasn't your high school? Ours was within the high school itself, not at the Fun Dome.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So
2: I thought you said yours was, but your girlfriend at the time didn't let you go.
0: Well, the, the, her parents wouldn't let her go, so since she couldn't go, she wouldn't let me go. Yeah. So I did not go. But that was a big thing. So was the fun dome closed by the time you guys graduated high school? Most definitely. When did it close? You probably
1: mentioned that in the podcast, but. I didn't, and I apologize. I didn't find the official word on when it closed, but the shooting was in 2003. And from all other accounts I read, it was shortly after that, that things started to change and shut down. It went down shortly after.
0: And that's probably where the rumors that Matt mentioned came from that everyone thinks it shut down because of the shooting. Right. Right.
1: Okay. That makes more sense, but I wish our, our overnighter had been at the fun dome or okay. connection for that matter. Cause I know some people got that opportunity, but that would have been a fun place to go. Not that our, our lock in was not fun. Right. It was great. They had a, Uh, Not a magician, but a hypnotizer that I remember. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, A hypnotist?
0: I wasn't convinced. Yeah, but about this time, I remember just through my high school days, about this time of year, uh, Fun Dome was basically closed uh, for about two weeks just because every night was a different school's overnighter. Oh, Um, yeah. That seems like a lot more fun going to the fun dome than being locked in my own high school <laughs> overnight. But that's they made it fun, they had a I
1: mechanical go, bowl, so
2: they had a money machine where you'd yes. get in and it would blow all the money and you'd have to catch it. I made like 50 bucks,
0: really. Mm-hmm.
2: They gave away a, a scooter, a vest, uh, why can't they? A Vespa is that what it's called.
0: Like yeah. a real Vespa or a knockoff Vespa?
2: I think it was a real one. Wow. And it was a controversy because the parents that drew it, their kid, is the one that won it.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I forgot about that.
0: So do you or, think it was rigged or not rigged?
2: No, I think she was mad that he got it.
0: Oh, so it wasn't rigged?
1: It it's just happened a coincidence. They were good people. Be, My... My final thing is, I want to ask you guys your opinions. If we were to have our own Fundome, what would that look like? What What are we keeping? What are we getting rid of? Um,
0: That's a great question.
2: You keep the mini golf for sure.
0: You yeah, keep that's the, iconic right there.
2: The bowling and the roller rink like the big things. You keep those.
1: I think yeah. it'd be like cool keep the rides upstairs as well. The I don't know if any of them appeal to me as much as the train or the roller coaster, but I do love a good indoor ride.
2: I think a lot of it nowadays what people want in an arcade is VR. Mhm. So obviously there'd be a VR area, laser okay. tag. We'd keep laser tag.
1: Oh, for sure. I I remember the laser tag being top of the line here. I don't think I ever tried the laser tag at the Fun Dome. Where would we put the waterfall, though?
0: What, Right in the middle as you oh. walk in. And then like a wishing well where you could either flip your token in or your money <laughs> to make a wish.
1: Well, I think we have done the the 49th Street Gallery in Fun Dome. It's justice. Maybe we'll get the opportunity to go inside one of these days rather than just stand at the windows and, and look at it.
0: Yeah. So but, if anybody listening knows of anybody who it sounds like the school's still up kind of there there's (laughs) still people inside yeah and it sounded like they were part of the school still right kind of wrapping Mm -hmm. things up with the school but if anybody knows anybody who still works there has connections that can get us into the fun dome
1: building what we can at least do is go and visit the church at some point once it opens back up that's true we could do that Um, if we want to go that far we do we do want to go that far yeah well thanks everyone for listening um we want to thank matt for coming on the episode um matt i think it's been a a good experience maybe we'll have you on again
2: yeah yeah i had a lot of fun uh it was good talking and now i can just when i'm listening to this episode i can yell at myself instead of yelling at you guys for getting something uh when i when i when you first told me about doing this podcast brandon i was really excited uh and a lot of places I thought, oh, you should do this, and you were on top of it. Oh, we're already planning on doing that. So I've been excited uh, before this has started, and I've been happy uh, with the way it's turned out. And I've, I really have enjoyed – I'm a fan. enjoyed listening to the podcast, so keep it up.
1: Thanks. I will also say one thing that well, – another episode you said you for sure want to be a part of, Matt, is the Timbermine Steakhouse. They follow the This is a Place Instagram page, so – We've already gotten in there. That's awesome. I'm so excited.
2: I will do that for sure.
1: I'm really optimistic they're going to stay in business after all this coronavirus stuff dies down. So look for us going there real soon here.
0: Yeah. Well, the rumor is in the next couple of weeks, they may start opening up restaurants again. So cross your fingers.
1: And to that point, um, we really want to get people's feedback on where to go next. It is a little tough right now since we can't visit a lot of places and go have these experiences unless it's from a place that's closed or from previous knowledge from another visit. But let us know um, on our Facebook page that we recently set up or our Instagram and tell us where you want us to head. If you got any ins and any connections to where we can talk to somebody, we would love to do that as well, especially helping any struggling businesses during this time to get any kind of exposure. We would love to help out with that. I'll agree to
0: that. Plus, if you have any
1: uh,
0: memories or experiences of the Fun Dome or the Galleria, as my generation may call it, um, please share your experiences on our Facebook page and let us know what you think of, of that location.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Utah Fundone episode where we had a great time that awaited us at Utah's premier entertainment center.